back on the road, seeing people, doing doing events and promoting promoting the brand. Yeah, like I say, it's it's a big part of the the company. So it's been a it's been a challenging um, eighteen months. So kind of kicking things into gear and, and upper gear and releasing the new models, re revisiting the kind of free ride week. things I find fascinating are the characteristics behind many different brands. Some of them are outgoing and energetic, some are a little bit more laid back. So in this podcast, we look to explore all the different characteristics, not only of the brand itself, its roots, its origins, but the people behind the brand. And is there a bit of a relationship between the characters of the people and the characters of the brand? Before we crack on with this episode, I wonder if you could head over to the sportspodcastaward.com. That's sportspodcastaward.com, where Legends of the Brand has been nominated for Best Winter Sports Podcast. If you head over there, you can register and your support can help us get to the top of the leaderboard. Voting closes at the beginning of March, so if you head over there now, that'd be greatly appreciated. Now, on with the show. So, yeah, now there's been some unusual unusual skis, but but I do like to stick to the range which I've kind of perfected over the years because um, it gives complete confidence in uh, in what what it what it will actually ski like at the end of the day. So, and the the range of skis, is there three or four in the range? Well, yeah. <clears throat> there's currently three, the all mountain, the big mountain and the powder charger and the 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 benefit of the last um 18 months of um, this horrific yeah, period of time in terms of COVID is that it's given me the, the opportunity to work on new models, which is, which is, which is definitely been a great opportunity because um, in, in all the years which PFD has started, I've always been slightly, I wouldn't say chasing my tail, but not having the opportunity to, to give time to, to develop more, more new, new models. I've also just, I've always just tweaked the current designs and um, tried to um, always improve them. I've been now at the point where there's no more tweaking with those designs. And, and I've worked on a couple of new models. So a super light touring ski, which will be added to the range for next season. And then also a model called the Backcountry Charger, which is 108 underfoot, and it will bridge the gap between the All Mountain, which is 100 underfoot, and the Big Mountain Charger, which is 116. Um, just to kind of have a, a ski, which will be the 116, as I said earlier, is the big mountain and that's the flagship sort of original design, but might be a 116 might be a bit of a hand, um, a bit too much for some people for a free ride ski. So the 108 is, is bridging the gap between the all mountain and the big mountain. So yeah, so five models will be for next, next winter available. Um, which Fantastic. Nice. That's really great. And you obviously mentioned that you're, you're building up stock or you, you, you've ha- you have built up stock and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, obviously when you have a uh, stock, does it change the way you deliver the, the products to, to customers? Because if I recall one of the USPs when you were, you know, first getting the brand out there was quite a unique way of delivering skis and everything like that. I was wondering if you could, if you could speak to that and share with us how the skis uh, get packaged and delivered to customers. Yeah. So <clears throat> well, in terms of yeah, how they're delivered, there yeah, you've got well. First, firstly, the 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 buying process is normally I, I get a mixture of different purchases where it may be instant, where it's straight through on the on the website. But majority of the time, people who buy a pair of skis, PFD, buying more, they're buying the skis, but they also 
they they want they want to know more about the product and they want to get to know uh, a little bit about PFD. So so there's normally quite a bit of communication goes on between um, customer and, and PFD. So it's uh, there'd be various emails or on demo days, people will come and meet you and want to discuss try the skis so so you build up a little bit of a relationship rather than rather than it being an instant purchase which we do still get but but then but yeah the skis if they're not in stock then then they'll be made i try and promise within four to six weeks but but they're 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 made they're finished off all hand tuned and ready to be boxed up there then we create nice uh wooden box which they sit in you get your touch-up varnish and yeah there's they're sent off to the customer the you know it's it creates a nice package so you know i've had bad customers in the past buy a pair of skis and be that in that uh happy with that with once they've received them that they've you know phoned up and and said you know these are amazing and, and they haven't even skied on them yet so it's yeah it's no it's 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 nice to kind of create a big impact in general, not just the ski and performance, but the whole sort of yeah, the way they're delivered. And I love it. it, it the, the you know the, the the parallel that seems to jump out to me is almost like somebody who's making an investment in in a in a in a, in a high end car. You know, you go, yeah. you don't just go to the you know Mercedes dealership and kind of go, I'll take that one. I mean, you might do, but most of the time, you say you get to choose the the color of the car, you want to choose the leather and all that sort of stuff. And then it, it goes away. And then when it comes back, you know, you get that the, the delivery and it's, it's, it's an all encompassing process. And that's what it feels like a lot. I think with the PFD skis that you get to choose many aspects of it. And then when it gets delivered, it, it's, you know, the, the relationship doesn't stop when you've purchased the skis, when the skis arrive, there's something magical, but opening up a pine box, you know, and it's, it's lovely. It's well, it's, you know, it's delivered. It's, it's an experience in owning the product, not just acquiring it. So, so yeah, no, big, big fan of it, big fan of it. And you've obviously the, then for, for people who don't know, you had, you've also branched it a little bit. You do snowboards as well, but then you also do, um, uh, some t-shirts and caps and that sort of stuff do you but i mean those are secondary are they to the to the to the main brand those are just more marketing materials are they or is it are you do you yeah. see that you're you're building a community as opposed to just a ski yeah very much so you know the the merchandise is is a nice asset to have you know and people buy the merchandise who don't own the skis because they like the brand but they might not necessarily be in a position to purchase a set of skis and yeah the the community feel like, like i say it's you you build a relationship with with certain customers and and as a brand you know we've things have grown and yeah there's the merchandise side of things it's the snowboards there's the skis and also pre pre-covid we we looked at we did a free ride week which was offered to not just pfd customers but people who are interested in the brand so you didn't have to own a pair of pfd skis but myself and two two friends who worked with me on demo days and various other bits within the business they they worked with me doing a, a free ride week in the graph um and that was that was purely to kind of get people who who love free riding um, and are interested in the brand together. So we had an, a big chalet, loft chalet, and we had guides, we had a great chef, and it was about a week of kind of bringing people together to, to, to ski, to do what we love and to have the whole demo fleet there so people could take different skis up each day. 
So it is very much about a community feel. And, and the more the more things grow, the, the more aspects of that I want to keep promoting and keep pushing within the brand. So, um, yeah. That's, that's I mean to say, the, the idea of building a community around something which everybody's so passionate about, not only as a product, but as, as an activity, I think is, is, is wonderful. I'm curious to find out, you know, for people who perhaps are, are interested to find out obviously more about the product, but you've kind of alluded to the fact beforehand that they're, they're an investment, they're, you know, probably perhaps considered a, a luxury product. Um, how do you, you know, how would you explain to somebody the the justification of of spending money on on a pair of skis versus a mainstream perhaps a mainstream mainstream brand out there i mean how, how do you how to say not justify but how do you position yourself in, in that in that marketplace yeah yeah it's um you know they are more expensive they've got to be for the reasons i say about the, the how much work goes into them and and, and secondly the the cost of you know no expense spared in regards to the materials so yeah there are there are a big jump but they're also they're also yeah they're expensive but they're not in comparison to some of the other handcrafted luxury skis on the market um i've always been conscious to try and still keep them affordable so if you are if you are interested yeah they're expensive but maybe it might be a few years and you will you will eventually make the purchase so i've always tried to still keep them sensible as much as possible but but yeah the real um the real the the thing which i which i, I feel is that you 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 buy a pair of pfd skis and maybe a mainstream set of skis you might you might get slightly bored of after a season or two in terms of the novelty wears off but i i do believe that you know, you, the products, which a pair of skis like PFD, um, yeah, you become very attached to them. They're, 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 the, that handcrafted feel and the natural materials, they might, they might get um, scratched and um, battered over time, but they, they are, they're, a, they're a personal object to kind of, um, they, they get better with age and they're, yeah, they're, 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 a, they're a special, a special set of skis. It's, it's hard to kind of to, to, to explain all the aspects of it. And if, if someone just sees them as an exhibition or, or, or so on, you know, and, and the results are clear when we do, which has been, which has been doing demo days. And that's, that's where people see them, but they also try them and, and, and the excitement, which, which is generated when people come back down to the, to the tent to, to hand them back. It's, um, it's yeah it's 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 great to see the yeah the the kind of the full package it's it's seeing the beauty of the skis but it's trying and, and being rewarded with the performance of the skis so it is an investment but you have it you're buying something which is different mm. and it's it's very much you won't see anybody else on the slopes very rarely with the same sort of skis because it's just a small production of what we produce you know it's a maximum of 100 sets a year so you 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 are having something truly pretty special um, and different to to everything else on the slope. That's uh, yeah, I, I get excited just hearing hearing you talk about it. It's um, the other analogy you made me think about it is it, it's probably kind of like like a like a, a fine watch to a certain extent. You know, you have you can buy a, a Timex watch or anything like that, but if you you know if you're somebody who's 
excited about watches and, and everything like that, then perhaps you'd invest in a Patek Philippe or a Rolex or something like that. And, you know, you, you know, they both do the same job, just kind of at different levels. And uh, so, uh, so, so is your, is your new, is your new uh, line going to be, you don't actually own a set of PFDs. You just look after it for the next generation, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, well, you know, the aim is to make them as long lasting as possible, but we'll see. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't, it, it isn't everybody's, you know, not everybody sees, sees that in a product, you know, it's a, it's for a certain, a certain, a certain market and, you know, each to their own people some people don't find it at, at all interesting um and, but some people find them absolutely you know they really connect to it and they they relate to it and they they love it so it's um yeah it's it's, it's it, yeah it is what it is that's awesome so if we take take a step to the side then from from pfd if we take a look for 2022 as we're you know partway through it yeah. obviously you're going to be heading to uh, the alps you said later on in in the year to go to some skiing hopefully some personal skiing etc but what are your what are your overall goals for 2022 they don't have to be about pfd i mean we're gonna have five skis in the range next year but what are your goals for 2022 oh yeah really with with, with pfd kind of get everything back on track after 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 this period of time in terms of back on the road seeing people doing doing events and promoting promoting the brand yeah like i say it's it's a big part of the the company so it's been a it's been a challenge in um 18 months so kind of kicking things into gear and, and upper gear and releasing the new models, re revisiting the kind of free ride week, which, which was, which, which was, which was pretty um, bad timing with when it was, when it was in La Grave with, with the, the week actually getting cut in half from, from restrictions with COVID. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's kicking things back into gear. I, I personally, would like to do a lot more skiing. I, 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 I hope that's a reality. So yeah, the plan is to, to ski more, you know, I'll be going up to order in the next few weeks. I'll be out in the French Alps and, and possibly we're discussing some ski touring in Norway towards the end of the season with, with Rossi Ross and also other good contacts, Noddy Gowans, who uh, is a great skier and filmmaker. Uh, and yeah, so it's getting projects going and yeah, and really um, get, getting, getting on the move again in a way. So, yeah, <laughs> That sounds like it's going to be fantastic and hopefully you'll keep us all informed and you'll... Uh post on Instagram and post on all those sorts of things as well, because, uh, you know, we can all live vicariously through your, through your, your ski touring and adventures. <laughs> yeah, I um, hope so. Fantastic. So we like to kind of wrap up uh, the podcast and ask everybody the same three questions. So you're, you're, you're going to get those three as well. So if people wanted to, you know, if you were to, to summarize the, the, the PFD brand in terms of a phrase or a word or anything like that, how would you describe it? Well, P- PFD stands for Pure Freeride Design. And yeah, Pure is is really kind of big. I feel represents the brand in, in, in so many ways. So yeah, Pure Freeride Design is PFD. I kind of, yeah, skis with soul. I feel that, the, you know, the word, yeah, skis with soul would also be a good representation in terms of they're made with a lot of passion. 
They ski really with a lot of soul, the, the natural materials, the sound of the bamboo, the warmth of the, 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 the natural materials. So yeah, skis with soul is also a kind of uh, a good, good phrase to, to, to use. So uh, yeah, pure free ride design and skis, skis with soul. Pure free ride design, skis with soul. Obviously you're, you're building a fantastic product, which is going to last a long time for people when they make the investment, but what would you like your sporting legacy to be? Yeah, that's that's quite a a, tr a tricky and uh, and a hard question too. I, I suppose yeah, just someone who's, who's who's creating beautiful skis. I yeah, just just the the fact that creating a special product is 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 what I aim to do and want to. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> and finally, then, as an individual, who do you think a legend of a brand is, and why? Yeah, I knew you were going to um, going to ask this one. So yeah, it, this is this is hard because you know there's so many uh, amazing like legends of the brands, which but but people I don't actually well I don't know. So they they they've accomplished a lot, and you know that they've created, but you don't know the ins and outs. So it's it's also a hard question to answer. But I I do think I would go. I'm going to say someone who. Uh, a lot of the UK ski industry know, so not a massive, not a big, massive brand, but but a still fairly good sized brand. And I'm going to say Jim from Planks, and I I I'm going to say Jim because because I know him, so I I know he's he's not just a great great leader within his business, but um, also a great person and a nice, really really nice person, but. Um, but what I why the reason why I, I I thought Jim would be a good example is that um, he's built a big big brand and and it's been from the very beginning from the very bottom from beanies and t-shirts in Val d'Isere and bars and back of cars and you know it's it started off very from the ground up and he he never seems to lack any enthusiasm he he's you know, I'll, I'll be doing events where, like ski show, where I'll be working close to him, and he has this natural sort of excitement and buzz, which he's able to portray to his staff, his customers, well, and people around him. So he's he's also a jack of all trades. So uh, he'll be DJing, he'll be selling product, he'll be designing stuff. So yeah, I, I'll pick Jim. That's wonderful. I mean, he's, he is a lovely character, lovely man, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll get him on the podcast one day. So. Okay. Um, if, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to find more about PFD skis, if they want to find out, track you down, how do they get in touch? Where do they go? Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah, just the website, pfdskis.com, um, Instagram, pfdskis. If, if, if anybody wants to ask any particular questions, yeah, on the website, just the email address on there, everything goes through me so I can, you won't get... Uh, shoved off so it will yeah just drop, drop an email any questions i'd love to love to chat and yeah that'd be great fantastic well listen i really appreciate you and your time and tuning in coming coming live to us today from uh, from sweden which is which is awesome so i uh, thank you so much again and uh, hopefully you've enjoyed yourself and uh, look forward to connecting with you again very soon well thank you phil thanks very much for having us and uh, keep up the good work <laughs> cheers thanks Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Legends of the Brand. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Listen, drop us an email at info at legendsofthebrand.com. That's 
info at legendsofthebrand.com if you'd like to reach out and get in touch. And make sure to check out the show notes also at all the W's at legendsofthebrand.com. Take care. Have a great day. Bye-bye.